What's up guys, welcome to episode number 40 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I, KR, talk about everything related to the Indian markets and I basically analyze the daily moves and I talk about what I feel the future trend might look like. Now, if you want to look, if you want to learn more about some of the concepts that I talk about here, just search the name of this podcast on Instagram and that's where you'll find a ton more uh, more of educational content rather than just anal- analysis. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it. And uh, following yesterday's new changes of, uh, you know, this podcast uh, segments, we'll be talking about Nifty, Bank Nifty and the stocks, the underlying stocks of both and, of course, uh, the newly introduced Q&A segment. So let's get started. All right. So starting off with Nifty, quite a range-bound day today. Thirty-five point seven zero points up, closing at eleven thousand four hundred and sixty-four, uh, and it was a seventy odd point range for Nifty, but uh, it respected that trend line that we were talking about in the previous episode very very well. So if you're actually curious about the trend line, you can draw it from. Uh, I'll just help you with the time from, wait, where, okay, so, alright, so it's from 9th October's 10.19 ending candle on the 10 minute chart of Nifty, and you just connect the lows and then you will get this very clean trend line that it actually followed and respected today as well, so, uh, you know, if we actually do see uh, that respect sort of being continued or not i'd be curious to see that now uh if you are curious to see whether this trend line is proper or not you know how what it looks like and all of those things uh do check it out on instagram it's actually my story right now uh it might not be the story anymore obviously because 24 hours later it's gonna go but uh, I'll try to keep it as a highlight or something, you know, maybe a trend lines highlight. So do check that out if you're curious. If you aren't curious, then doesn't matter. Uh, why? Why? You should be curious, man. How else are you going to learn about the markets? Uh, but yeah, that's basically it as far as Nifty intraday is concerned. Honestly, nothing too spectacular. Some pivot point uh, support, some R1 resistance and, you know, the regular usual stuff. Uh, what is quite interesting is that yesterday I'd mentioned that in my opinion, I'm getting the feeling that it might open gap up today, tomorrow, or, you know, now that it's today, it might open gap up today, uh, and then actually fall and close negative. And coincidentally, that's actually what happened. And, if, you know, if you're curious why I said that, uh, why I said that something like that might happen, it's honestly just because if it wanted to comply with the trend, and I think i do talk about it more in yesterday's episode if it wanted to comply with the trend line it had to do something like that and by the trend line i mean on the daily chart if it had to sort of uh, go with that higher high higher low very steep very uh, sort of linear climb that is uh, that it's had it had to open with a gap up and then uh, you know go down back a little bit because you know Three days in a row positive candles is not something uh, common that we've seen, and purely because of that, you know that that's that was my basis for saying that. So no, it's not because you know it was not a lucky guess. I actually had put in some thought behind that, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <clears throat> and uh, oh, so yeah, if if 
you did not listen to yesterday's episode i might just sort of uh, uh, try to stall you guys a bit in the middle like i'm doing right now because i'm just trying to make sure that i've covered everything i wanted to cover and uh, you know i'm actually ticking and check marking all the notes that i've made so one thing that i've mentioned in my notes is that it was a doji so rather it is a doji today so that might indicate a reversal of trend now if it does uh, i'd expect it to actually make a new retracement so i will do that again this is another episode of live analysis with kr it seems uh it's crazy i always think about these things when i'm actually recording not when i'm analyzing so if we do a if we do a fib retracement from 9th october to today then we'll actually get some of the important levels where we might see the index retracing at uh, or you know tomorrow if it's going to be negative if not you know no question of retracement it's still above that uh, larger term retracement that we had so from 19th september to 23rd it's still above uh 23.6 at 11453 so a few points above that considering that you know it's pretty much uh, clear for it to actually reach till 11595 tomorrow if it's going to be a wild expiry though since the past 5 or so weeks we haven't seen the expiry being that wild so we might just see a flattish expiry possibly 100 points or 7 between 70 to 120 points is what i feel uh either way up down either way because you know the expiries haven't been moving that much nowadays for god knows what reason so if we do see something like that then that's my range uh but you know in terms of the technicals 11595 or so pretty clear ride not not counting the psychological resistances because you know those are always going to be there regardless uh in fact you know even today's high was 11481 just shy of 11500 so clearly it was not able to even go near that 500 mark in fact uh you know 20 points away is is quite a uh, quite a big deal for nifty so uh not not considering those uh psychological resistances uh, we might you know we might see uh, you know a very clean ish climb to that 595 mark and then from there it can sort of take support and then go till that 0% fib at 694 so that's basically my reading of uh, nifty right now at the moment and again looks looks decent i would not say that it's negative in my opinion yet because it's still following that higher high higher low uh, concept it's still you know in a very clean uptrend from 9th october itself now weekly also looks strong actually because it's you know half of the week is done so i just checked the uh, checked the weekly chart of nifty and that looks pretty strong also monthly also looks pretty strong so it has to close above 11481 for it to be a positive month and if we look at the chart pattern on the monthly chart uh the previous month was a bullish candle like you know a bullish chart pattern and considering that rather reversal chart pattern so considering that you know this week this month should ideally be a positive month so 11481 honestly it should not be that much of an issue considering that we've got 14 or so more days left in the month obviously trading days are going to be lesser so even if it retraces uh this week possibly to that 11320 303 mark so 
between 11300 11320 possibly even 350 even if it does retrace to that level it still got plenty of time to reach that 11481 mark for it to be a positive close for the month and yeah that's pretty much it as far as nifty is concerned uh and now we'll move on to the nifty stocks yes i'm switching it up a little because it did not make sense to talk about nifty then bank nifty then nifty stocks then bank nifty stocks you know i'd rather keep it like a smooth transition and you know seamless entry into uh, the nifty stocks so yeah that's what we're going to we're going to be talking about all right so coming to nifty 50s gainers the very first gainer we have the leader of the pack is going to be bpcl up 4.51% closing at 512.4 uh it actually consolidated for a few days it consolidated pretty much from 7th october to yesterday and then it just took a massive gap up today almost filled in that big big gap that was created on 7th october so very interesting move by bpcl obviously we know that these uh, consolidations generally result in uh, a breakout and uh, that's actually what we've been seeing with bpcl also in the past so it was not like it's something completely unexpected however i feel that in this particular case it might just be uh, a reaction to the news that's there you know with the bpcl sale thing happening now that the government has also invited foreign bids so might just be all of that sort of combining and giving us this strong positive move now coming to the resistances the very first one that we're going to face is going to be that uh, gap one that's at 515 so uh, obviously that's going to be a resistance so is today's low at 520 so if the momentum is not strong enough then we might see it just sort of uh, go down and fill in the gap that it created today and uh, if the momentum is strong enough then we might see it go to perhaps 532 or so is one of the targets that i have for a bpcl and that's based on one of the previous closes now the all time high that i can see here is 545 so and the all time high by all time high i mean uh the 52 week high obviously you know at one point of time it was i believe trading at a higher level uh if not then just consider that as the all time high but uh, yeah that's going to be an important price level for bpcl the next one is going to be grassim and uh it's it's got resistance at uh, between 750 to 780 a few resistances there now the ideal buy would have been on paper it would have been uh, at 650 or so but you know honestly that would have been crazy risky uh, so your ideal buy might have been somewhere around 670 possibly 680 and from there it actually has increased to 730 now um, now most of the move has already gone but uh, looks like you know we still have a few more points to go for the bigger resistances to come in so the very first one that we're going to have is 760 uh so between 750 to 780 basically is the resistance zone the major major one being at 760 uh which is the change in polarity and the high of that candle the high of the change in polarity candle is 785 so those are going to be important targets for grassim now uh you know 
obviously the most of the move has already gone but uh, if you are you know uh up to take a pretty decent risk i feel for like i believe 3 three between 3 to 5% uh reward grassum might just be an all right pick here and uh so another another thing that you should keep in mind is that if you actually google grassum you'll see that a lot of people have given buy calls for grassum with targets being between 765 and 785 if you're curious about how those guys actually give these targets you know it's not like they get a dream one night and suddenly you know the number 785 flashes before their eyes it's because of this change in polarity uh resistance that's there that's probably why they've given that target in the first place so that's grassim interesting to see how we can actually spot these targets of these you know bigger publications which give calls and uh, yeah it's pretty much it as far as grassim is concerned the next one is going to be z limited it's at uh, which resistance is this it's at f- no this can't be at 50 ma resistance wait uh i believe it's the 20 ma yeah, it's it's the 20 ma resistance so it's at 20 ma resistance now and uh it actually the high of the day actually turned back from 20 so we can clearly see that it's a strong resistance and uh, in general you know if you ask me it's at that support level so it's you know we talked about the ideal buy for grassum around this level would be the ideal buy for z limited you know if you are expecting it to go up but at this point obviously is very very risky So if you don't mind the risk then might be an interesting pick Z limited for now you know considering that uh, you know not considering the fundamental stuff that stuff that's been going on all the news based events about the shares pledging and all that shit so uh disregarding that fact it looks pretty good on the chart purely based on the technicals even the PSR agrees if you don't know what that is don't bother trust me the lesser indicators you know the easier it's going to be otherwise you'll be stuck in this oh this indicator is saying this this indicator is saying that you'll be stuck in that so if you don't know what that is it's great to not even try to bother with that the next one is going to be bajaj finance beautiful candle oh uh, yesterday it actually saw a spinning top i'll see the see the volumes not high volumes but still it was a spinning top it was just above 20 ma and from there we saw a very nice positive candle uh, obviously today and now it's at resistance zone if it breaches this resistance zone the next one is going to be at 4078480 approximately that level so that's bajaj finance very good candle in my opinion yesterday would have been a very decent buy because in the past these spinning tops have proven to be very strong indicators for bajaj finance so do keep that in mind if you ever see a spinning top on bajaj finance you should definitely consider it uh the next one is going to be ongc now it's at that change in polarity resistance if you want to know when was that change in polarity it was on 19th july 2019 so you can check that out on your charts also now the high of uh today was actually uh you know shown resistance by that change in polarity so that's why we saw the high at 143 now not too far from where it's at it is the 200 ma the 200 day moving average and that's at 148 so around 7 points away we're going to see a very very stiff resistance even if it is able to breach that then 
generally from what we've seen in the past 20 30 points after it does end up uh, sort of reversing so ngc as it stands not a good pick if you want a longer term stock if you want a shorter term stock then sure might make sense with the time horizon of a few months not not intraday not swing a few months so positional basically uh, the next one is going to be wipro and uh, very very good wipro very clean 50 ma resistance that we are seeing on wipro and uh, it's almost at today's close rather it is at today's close and again the ideal buy for wipro would have been somewhere at that 235 level because of that support zone and again that would have been a risky trade your stop loss for that would have been quite uh, you know sizable around 5% or so and uh, you know your gain well your gain would have been the resistance which was there and the resistance which was there was the 20 ma line which was approximately at uh 240 so around a 20 point gain would have been your target of course it's far breached that now it's at 248 now so if it can breach that 50 ma line and the 50 ma line has provided resistance to wipro since when since 24th june 2019 so clearly a very strong resistance now if now if it can breach that and if it can sustain that breach uh it has a pretty clear way except for a few resistances at 259 260 to reach up till 267 where the 200 day moving average is right now obviously at that time it might have sort of inched up because that's how moving averages work but uh, that's approximately where it's at and where it might be in the future again this is going to be a time horizon of a few months and it might not happen overnight obviously you know you can never say anything you can it it might just sort of bounce up tomorrow uh, a few percentage points and then it, if it does keep on bouncing then we'll see that 260 level in no time but generally speaking we've seen it take a few weeks at least so that's wipro the next one is nestle india very strong stock since it's been uh, you know a part of nifty 50 I believe it became a part of Nifty 50 on uh, I'll just help you with the date. Uh it was it was the first trading session for October. So at around that 13400 mark I think do not quote me on that and now it's at 14350. So a good 1000 points has it's gained. Uh beautiful climb if you can see on the chart. So that's Nestle and the next one is ultra cement again such a beautiful increase honestly I, i think i've used the word beautiful way too many times in this episode but you just have to see the chart of ultra cement it's gained in such a linear fashion it's crazy crazy good now the thing is that after we've seen that linear climb sometimes it's fa- sometimes it's actually consolidated sometimes it's retraced other times it's continued gaining right now where it's at it might just continue gaining till uh, possibly a 5000 level test and this is a few months down the line again i'm telling you guys a few months down the line because i don't want to give you intraday stuff because clearly all aren't into intraday from what i understand so a few months down the line we might see that now coming to my <coughs> reading of ultra cement company in uh, you know 
a few days to a few weeks it it has resistance at uh, 4397 very strong resistance for that matter so i do feel that possibly in the next week it might face some resistance from that level uh maybe even in maybe even this week if the moves are strong enough <clears throat> so uh as it stands i would not enter ultra cement uh you know we saw how clean the gain was uh on paper but right now is not the perfect entry time uh unless your time horizon is more so that's ultra cement and that is also the end for the day's gainers now we'll jump on to the day's losers yes it's going to be a seamless transition because it is no transition at all i'm just continuing with the day's losers because we're doing nifty stocks in general not losers and gainers so the very first loser and yeah, i said loser even though we are not doing losers and gainers because that's how i roll now uh <laughs> yes that's how i roll so uh hero motor company the day's loser for nifty 50 where it's at superb 50 ma resistance very nice support level also at that level uh, it's got obviously psychological resistance uh, where it's at Oh by the way I just realized I do not think I've shared the closing prices with you bad chronol in that case. So uh closing price of BPCL Grassum okay BPCL 512 Grassum 730 Z Limited 259 Bajaj Finance 4016 ONGC 141 Wipro 248 Nestle India 14351 Ultra Cement Company 4285 Sorry for that very bad chronol I'll make a note of that actually you know I'll I'll make a note of that where is my pen say closing prices very nice now I'll hopefully never forget this so anyway uh back to the days losers we have hero motor company closing at 2602 down 2.74% a psychological resistance obviously psychological support not resistance damn what are you saying uh psychological support obviously going to be there at that 2600 level uh also 50 ma support also the support zone the price zone is right there so does look very interesting i'd wait for how it moves tomorrow to before actually saying whether you know it's a good buy or not the next one is uh wait i'll just take mark the other shit hero done the next one is hindalco hindalco the movements honestly appear damn random to me like 20 ma resistance is there yeah but it's also had that 61.8% support at a previous level it's closing at 187.95 right now uh, down 2.39% not 93 39% the high was 194 so clearly that psychological resistance work here worked here yes it was a resistance not a support uh, i i don't make that mistake every time man come on cut me some slack so that 50 ma support is going to be real though so that support is going to be at 186 and from there we might just see it climb but i would not be too hopeful because we've been seeing the stock in a downward to sideways movement so if your time frame is investing do not look into it if your time frame is uh you know swing or positional then honestly there are better picks out there do not look at this do not look at hindalco uh the next one is going to be vedanta limited 
and this is something that we had talked about yesterday we had discussed this yesterday that it's at that upper down trend line and because of that we might see it facing resistance and it did face resistance because today was a negative close so you know nothing honestly nothing uh, out of the ordinary here that trend line resistance was real and it has been real so uh, literally literally no surprises uh, the next one is going to be Asian Paints. I'm actually very interested in seeing how Asian Paints moves tomorrow because right now where it stands, it, it had some beautiful support. Yes, I did use the word beautiful again. It had some beautiful support at 61.8% fib level. Now, you know, the retracement is so close that I can barely look at it. It is at 1758.70. I had to like crane my neck and zoom in and god knows what else to actually look at that price level but that's where it is so uh hopefully it has some support there it's also at a support zone because that's where the consolidation had happened at one six one seven six five or so so where it stands it's at support considering that we might see a positive day tomorrow hopefully if the overall sentiment is positive for asian pains if not then you know obviously we are not going to see a positive one if it we if we do not see a positive move tomorrow then we might see asian paints coming down to that 1717 mark now that i think about it you know i'll actually make another fib resistance fib retracement for you guys and uh, that 1744 mark is also going to be a support as it turns out so do keep your eyes out on that now asian paints in general uh my view is not too bearish on it i would say i would go as far as saying that it's quite bullish <clears throat> mm, sorry i'd go as far as saying that it's actually quite bullish for the most part if it can take support tomorrow if not then you know my view might be negated so there's that asian paints done NTPC is the next one 50MA resistance very clear now below 20MA also 8MA support is going to be there closing at 117.4 by the way Vedanta limited closing 149.90 so yes I, I guess I still forgot to say the closing prices wow despite me actually noting that shit down so crazy uh, clearly 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 not forgetful at all right so clearly psychological resistance is there for Vedanta Limited. Asian Pains closing 1765, NTPC closing 117.4, 8MA support very clear. And uh, again as it stands, I would not enter into NTPC because it has not shown many clear signs of, uh, you know, uh, a sort of recovery. So do not get into it. It's at a support zone, granted, but no, no strong moves in my opinion. The next one is going to be ITC. It's at a support zone again. Uh, so that's pretty much it. And the next one is going to be Tata Motors. And the reason why I actually wanted to talk about this today, despite other uh, losers being more losers than Tata Motors, I want to talk about it because yesterday was a doji and the trend did reverse. From, you know, a possible uptrend, it has now shown, you know, that negative candle. So that's not really reassuring. However, you know, uh, it's it's still 
at 125 the low was 124.5 so looks like it's still maintaining that 125 cycle level so that's tata motors 19 minutes on nifty stocks crazy uh, i hope you all are listening to it on 2x speed because otherwise this must be damn 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 confusing or damn slow or god knows what anyway let's move to bank nifty now all right let's get started with bank nifty here and uh, quite volatile today so while nifty was not as volatile as i had uh, you know estimated guesstimated yesterday uh, rather it was a calculated guess not a guesstimate at all so as i had calculatedly guessed yesterday nifty was not as volatile as bank nifty was bank nifty, bank nifty was crazy volatile especially after one uh, o'clock so you know massive move and two candles and it was all out for bank nifty from a positive close uh, to a negative close down 16.3 points closing at 28538 bank nifty uh, you know obviously clearly not a good move and similar to nifty it was a gap up and from there it actually went down now interestingly it's showing that higher high higher low movement uh, but now it's actually at that 200 ma mark so i'm not too sure how it will hold up uh, you know against that big daddy moving average that big daddy resistance that i have so you know honestly not too sure about bank nifty now the reason why it actually went down by this much i feel is because the underlying banks performed pretty poorly especially federal bank as we'll talk about further and that's because of their results now and that's possibly why it saw a sudden sort of uh you know plummet pretty much because throughout the day all the banks were doing reasonably well but after that it just you know things just fell so that's what we saw um you know in terms of the weekly chart looks quite strong the monthly chart does not look strong yet but you know the thing is again it's still got a few days uh, for the month to close and bank nifty can move really really quickly so even if it's a few hundred point away few hundred points away it can just you know recover that in a matter of days so not too concerned about that at this stage and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for bank nifty the reason why it's relatively shorter is because for the most part nifty bank nifty will follow uh, you know each other now i do understand that today nifty was positive bank nifty was negative but generally speaking you know it it probably won't happen that nifty goes up a thousand points in uh, in one month and bank nifty actually just goes up 500 or loses so generally that might not happen which is why you know the overall trend that we'll be seeing might do or rather will generally be uh similar for nifty and bank nifty which is why it does not warrant a longer explanation or a longer analysis the specific resistance zones will be largely the same but you know we've already talked about those yesterday and day before yesterday so really does not make a lot of sense repeating them which is why i'm cutting the short and we will be moving to the bank nifty stocks the very first one federal bank shit shit results apparently these were the worst numbers they've ever posted in quite some time 
So that's probably why it was our top losing bank at minus 3.18%, closing at 82.25. I did remember to, to say the closing prices just then. So that's great. The next one is going to be RBL Bank, uh, down 2.12%, closing at 258.45. And where it stands, it still does not look like a bad uh, pick for a stock. And this is again for a swing trade. Does not look that bad to me because yesterday was a spinning top, and today it was almost the same candle as we saw yesterday, with almost or rather as we saw day before yesterday with similar with similar volumes as day before yesterday, and yesterday was a very high volume move. So actually, RBL Bank looks like a very very good opportunity. I'm actually very curious to see how it plays out over the next few days, uh, and you know perhaps we'll have a great sort of case study about how. powerful candlestick pattern candlestick patterns can be and that's pretty much it as far as rbl bank is concerned the next one is going to be sbi i'm not considering some of the smaller banks because honestly no point those do not generally move bank nifty it's just these major banks that do sbi seems to be consolidating generally that's a good sign because it's at that support zone consolidating and as we spoke about earlier in this episode that might just mean that a breakout is near so breakout on the upside is going to be a great thing obviously you know why would anyone unless he's a short party uh, deny a breakout <laughs> crazy uh, the next one is going to be kotak bank if i can just look at the chart uh, real 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 quick it's still loading damn all right it just loaded now from yesterday it did face resistance from yesterday's level and uh, though where it stands it's not negative yet it's got that support from 8 ma it's got that support from 20 ma so it might just uh, continue s- slowly yet steadily climbing till it actually reaches that uh, 1644 mark which looks like a stronger resistance because it's nearing that all time high So that's what we are likely likely to see with Kotak Bank, and uh, again, since it's consolidating, almost you know a breakout might be likely. So I would not rule out that possibility either. Next one is HDFC Bank. Uh, I've written my notes that it's H H H L, and H H H L means higher high, higher low, and that's actually what we've been seeing since the past three days. higher highs and higher lows indeed uh where it stands it got it's got a reasonable amount of supports uh not too bad honestly although you know it is not as uh, linear as i would hope it still got that 20 ma support very very nice but uh you know if you are looking for a quicker stock you know probably a few days time horizon this might not be it is what i feel uh general trend definitely positive in my opinion uh we might see it sort of testing that previous level of 1257 and that level might be different because if i remember correct hdfc bank had a split so you know if you are used to the older levels that's why the numbers have been halved so it might test that 1250 1260 levels soon possibly next week uh you know news based events permitting because news based events uh might just you know random sudden news based events not decisive news based events might just shake the market up in any direction the next one is going to be icici bank uh my notes mention 
the word that i've used the most in this episode and that word is beautiful because it's climbed a very very uh it's climbed in a very linear way actually very similar to nifty actually so from not, from 7th october actually has climbed very smoothly and now it's actually at that 7th or rather 9th october high which was a resistance or rather which should be a resistance if it does breach that then the next one is going to be at 441 and that's actually quite far away but still you know does not look too bad uh 9 points away might just hit it tomorrow um, or rather kiss it tomorrow it's at 435 right now uh hdfc bank 1221 kotak bank 1605 in case i forgot god damn it uh so yeah it's pretty much it as far as icici bank is concerned it's very it's actually very decisive from from the looks of it uh superb supports and we may see it recover to that 0% fib level or you know the all time high at 458 the next one that i'm going to be talking about is yes bank and the reason why i want to talk about it is that a few days ago it tested that 40 level again and now it's at 41 41.05 and the low was at 39.8 the high was at 42 so it's tested all of those levels it's tested that sub 40 rupees level it's tested that 40 level it's tested that 41 level it's tested that 42 level also so basically what it says basically what that says in my opinion is that 41 is where it's most comfortable at it does not want to start jumping around and it does not want to start free falling either now the thing is that yes bank is somewhat of a news based uh, mover because of you know all the shit that's been the shit that's been going on with the stock and the company so considering that there was news that rana kapoor's holding has almost become zero it might not be the most reassuring thing or it might be the most reassuring thing accordingly we'll see as bank move to tomorrow possibly so yeah that's pretty much it as far as bank nifty and its underlying stocks are concerned and uh, we're going to move on to the q&a segment now and this time it is not pre-recorded i'm actually just going to record it now so yeah let's see how it works out all right so i know you all are expecting a q&a segment here but th- the kind of stuff that we discussed was honestly too amazing to just shove it in this uh, little episode or rather this long episode so that's why i've So that's why I've shared it as a separate episode. It's going to be episode number forty-one. I've labeled it. It's twenty-two minutes long. So if I was including it here, it was the episode was becoming one hour long. And honestly, I just can't expect anyone to listen to it and still stay fresh enough to completely understand all of those all of those golden nuggets that we were dropping. So considering that we, I have, uh, or rather, we have. pushed it to a different episode so it's episode number 41 again so you know and it's already out it's not like I've, i'm delaying the upload it's already out uh in fact it's out before i'm even recording this so hopefully this reaches everyone and yeah that's pretty much it